The Night on Pot Psychology. It's the third annual Endies. It's Stupid Shit's biggest night. I'm here with our host, Rich. And I'm here with our host, Tracy. Join us on our look back at 2022. Talking about the things we talked about this year on our show. Tonight on Pot Psychology. <laughs> that sounded so professional. <laughs> yeah, was it's it really too different when you write it. It is. You know? No, it I is. think it was, I think it's, it shows our growth. <laughs> Podcasters. All right, how are we going to start this? Well, I guess we're just going to dive into the categories. This is our look back on 2022. Yeah, we have tops and bottoms. Tops and bottoms and all kinds of stuff. Talking about the stuff we talked about. Tops and bottoms (laughs) and everything in between. (laughs) <laughs> Torso. <laughs> um, what do you think about this year? What'd you think? <laughs> so what'd you think? Well, in terms of what? Everything. <laughs> how do you mean? Uh, like how would everything? you rate it like, on a I don't, rating I mean, I, scale? I have to say what it was would... a lot better than 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot better than uh, 2021, I think. Well, Roe v. Wade was overturned this year that was that's a bottom we'll get to that bottom uh that was a bottom that sucked but there's like this really super active network of of women helping women people helping people Mm -hmm. get abortions in neighboring states paying for their travel helping them to what do you what that's how's this funny (laughs) well i was just thinking about how at the end of um rock of love brett would always talk about his rose and his thorn yeah this is it you're the doing the and rose bottoms. and thorn of of abortion <laughs> of, uh, of roe v wade yeah. being overturned the rose and thorn. <laughs> so the thorn is obviously that it's not legal everywhere the rose is that it really showed how uh people are coming out for people yeah and I think that's a good way to look at it also what are republicans going to use now mm-hmm. what, what do they have up their sleeve who knows right. they can't do it with gay marriage right now well, they seem to want to make trans people's lives very difficult. That's true. That is true. But it's, you know, it's just, it's so weird how everyone around the world culturally thinks of things so differently. Like in Iran, it's like totally okay to be trans. You just can't be gay. Yeah. I mean, is that, is it still, I mean, I know that there's that thing where there is like a high rate of gender confirmation surgery there, right? Because of that. Yes. Because it's technically legal, yes. I guess. But it's illegal to be gay. But that has remained in place. Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah I'm curious about that. Did you, do you know about Holy Spider? No, what's that? It's a serial killer movie set in Iran. This It's based on a true story. This guy that was killing sex workers going no. around picking them up. Oh, they have up. sex workers there? Yeah, they did. Yes. And it was in a holy city and he would pick them up and kill them. And he had a bunch of support. It's like on the ground support because it was a holy city. I can't remember which city it is. And I feel like aren't isn't all of Iran holy cities? Like, isn't the whole thing a state of Islam? An Islamic state? Yes. Um, I have an update. Okay. On sexuality laws in Iran. Okay. Uh, sodomy between uh-huh. men can, in certain circumstances, be a crime for which both partners can be punished by death. Mm-hmm. For women, the punishment for female same-sex sexual activity involving persons who are mature, of sound mind, and consenting is 100 lashes. Okay. Um, anyway, the endies. <laughs> yeah how did this happen oh you asked how 2022 was yeah i liked it i got back together with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. uh i'm a little bit up in weight but you know what the thing is is i accept it now okay so i feel like 2022 was a good year yeah i have what i need how about you i think it was good yeah i wrote for the new york times multiple times Mm. that was good interviewed billy eichner for time i continued doing tons of work. Yeah, is this all about work? Tell me about some other stuff. Well, I would think also, like, I've solidified friendships and, you know, I had a good time socializing and felt like it was, like, good vibes. You sound like a robot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I just asked AI, (laughs) how was your 2022? I solidified relationships with humans. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, 
you know, it's not time is a construct. So <laughs> it's it's like arbitrary the way that we like chop things up to look back, but it still is like it's nice to have a formalized looking back. That's yeah, all it of is course. really. So, but it makes I, it easier I mean, to file in your brain. Definitely. I would say that like I leave 2022 better for for it, you know. Okay. And I, you know, take care of myself and see a lot of it is just like instilled sort of me maintaining. So it doesn't feel super exciting, but like I've made a lot of things that I wanted to become a reality or reality calmly for the most part. 2022 is the first year in like eight or nine years that I didn't uh, go to therapy because I just mm. didn't need it. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes you graduate from therapy like... I'm the type of person that if I'm like going to a therapist while things are good, I yeah. find things to get pissy about. And then I am more upset than I would have been without the therapy. Uh huh. But I use therapy as like, you know, conflict mediation or like when yes. I'm going through something. Yeah. But yeah, so I finally was conflict free in and not, 2022. And not going through something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Right? I hope next year is very much the same. Yeah. Growth. Even better. So, wish we. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. Excuse you. <laughs> I'm just talking about how professional we are. Great. Okay. Tops. <laughs> tops. We do tops first. Yeah. Okay. So this this is we should be like serious about this stuff. Like like the category. We, oh, we should have like a little a little like. Mm, like. Oh, What's that mean? Like a, little, like a little banter thing when we come out. Okay. What would it be like? It would be like... I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you did like a move with your shoulders. You're like, we need like a... Mm. Yeah, like like how how would this be introduced at like the MTV Movie Awards? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like 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 a little banter thing. Like a, a top is... We, we need like a Bruce Valanche in here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. It'd be like, hey, Tracy. <laughs> Where are we coming out from? The sides of the stage. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. Like a bit. Rich, you're gay. <laughs> what do you think about tops? I think the world needs more of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, pal. <laughs> Nothing tops these tops of 2022. <laughs> the, the nominees for tops of 2022. <laughs> Are the Beanie Baby Renaissance. My new superstition. I thought it was a system. This part of my system. <laughs> my system has an adjacent superstition. <laughs> it's my anti-Asian system that includes like hit and and and, 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 and fasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mushrooms. And also always walk around the park counterclockwise to turn back the hands of time. It's an anti-aging superstition. It's my just in case <laughs> method. <laughs> Okay, uh, talking to aliens. Mommy makeovers. We heard a lot about those specifically, <laughs> Tracy's. <laughs> it took up the better part of my year. I mean, it was you know. Here's this is the place for it. <laughs> Scratching vaginas in front of Rich. <laughs> I'm able to do that now. I did. I haven't noticed. I haven't scratched it since then because you know why? I'm that scratched your itch. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> No. (laughs) I actually forgot that I'm allowed to do that now. You've always been allowed. (laughs) It's never not been allowed in my opinion. (laughs) Have I made you feel not allowed? I think society has. Jojo Siwa. (laughs) (laughs) What about it? Anything she's good. And I think she's the top. Yeah. She did something really recent recently. Well, she got real pissed off about Candace Cameron Bure. I mean, when I reference her, I'm referencing the feud that they had. She had a feud with her that spanned months. Yeah, but something happened after we talked about it, didn't it? Hmm. Dating one of Miley Cyrus's sisters or something? Who, Noah? No, Avery? Is that just a coincidence that her last name is Cyrus? Probably not. Probably is related to Miley Cyrus, right? How many people are related to Miley Cyrus? 
Well, her parents, Tish and uh, what's Billy his? Ray. Billy Ray, yeah, yeah, that's it. And then there's <laughs> Noah, who's looks like someone put Miley Cyrus in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can say that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Oh well, wait. No, this is what this is what was new that happened with JoJo Siwa, and we never talked about it. Huh. Jody Sweeten from Full House came out in support of JoJo Siwa. Wow. Against Candace Cameron Bure. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting because she just worked with her. I mean, they were on yeah. Fuller House. She praised JoJo Siwa and urged LGBTQ support for her. Back to tops. <laughs> <laughs> Rich being acknowledged in Mariah Carey's speech. Well, it was a supercut that I did. She never said she, my name. She didn't acknowledge your name, but she acknowledged your work. She did acknowledge my work. Yes. She probably doesn't realize it's mine. Who cares? Well, no, I, it's <laughs> great. Thank you. <laughs> she acknowledged your work. Elon Musk's Twitter. I, for me, it's this. tops. Yeah. Because the theater of it all, the theater of it all yeah, yeah, is yeah. like so much. He's not paying rent. Mm -hmm. he, the whole Taylor Lorenz thing. He suspended I mean, her because she asked a question. It's ridiculous. For, I mean, that's like standard journalism to to go to someone to ask for comment when you're writing about them. You, you notice it's been nonstop drama since he nonstop. He's and he's creating it. He keeps doing it he's now, creating it. But you have to wonder, like, is it some kind of manifestation of some kind of condition or is he just really a, a showman? Is he P.T. Barnum? I and think, this is a circus. I mean, not paying rent and all that shit. I can't see that as being a strategic move to make yeah. a business better. Yes, yes. And and the idea that they're considering not paying severances that of people they already fired yeah. is crazy. I mean, that's just inviting a ton of lawsuits. Totally. Like a class action lawsuit. Are but they I, unionized? I don't know if they were unionized. But I mean, a class action lawsuit would take years. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's like, well, we need this money now. We'll pay them later kind right. of thing. Who knows? Could be. But I do enjoy all the stupid stuff. He did like a tweet mm -hmm. that was like talking about when, when he was first mad that they like were revealed the location of his jet. But from what jet I thing. when I from what I understand, the location of the jet is really just from one airport to the next airport. It's not like they know where his location is as a as a person once you get off the jet. He could maybe be sending someone else on the jet somewhere. Right, right, so right. it's just like Elon Musk's jet is here. Also, like he gets to burn through the environment like that. No, yeah. at the very least, we get to know what's going on with exactly. it. Exactly. That's the whole point of Come people on. reporting on it. It's exactly. not because people are trying to dox him. Totally. I read this tweet that he did December 14th. Mm -hmm. Last night, car carrying Lil X in L.A. was followed by crazy stalker thinking it was me who later blocked car from moving and climbed onto hood. When I first read that, I thought he was talking about Lil Nas X. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. and, that, and I was like, why did he go on his jet? <laughs> why did they think it was him in the car? So he caught, he, cause he said Lil, not little. So I just thought it was a rapper. Anyway. Um, who was it? Oh, it was his son X oh, with, okay, uh, okay. with uh, Grimes, mm -hmm. Grime, whatever. Grimes. <laughs> but um, but then a, a perfect transition to bottoms. Also, Elon Musk's Twitter. Yes, sure. I mean, yeah. Wikipedia doesn't have these issues. I mean, they are always asking for money, but still, it's like a, a public. It's an open sourced thing yeah. that somebody owns that they're not exploiting for money or power. Yeah. Uh, also related crypto because mm -hmm. it's also related to Beanie Babies because true. you said that when I was talking about crypto, it sounded like when people are talking about Beanie Babies yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like we are in a crypto winter right now. Yes. They call it that. It, this has happened twice before. Okay. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't really understand it, but I know there is technology behind it and a reason for it. And that's enough to pour my money into it. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, good luck. lost a considerable amount. Good luck to you and Una. Thank you. The poop fair Abraham sold in jars. We're talking about bottoms still. She's our... She's our wait, bottom. Wait, do we didn't pick the top. Oh, or, we had to pick a top? I don't know. Do you do you want to just lit... Like, this is our mentions, and then All other right, categories I, will have winners? I know what my top top is. Who's your top top? Talking to aliens. Talking to aliens. That was a personal experience that I had. Yeah. A close encounter of the third kind. Sure. What are the other two kinds? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've never done either. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, continuing with our categories. <laughs> Wait, what's should... your fate best top? Oh, uh, Jojo Siwa. 
<laughs> All right, we're back to bottoms. Yes. Go. Yo, and ferret sold her poop in a jar. Yeah. Yuck. Just about the lowest of the low. Jordan Peterson. He sucks. Sherry Shepard. And obviously, we're, we're referencing stuff that we talked about. I don't think we need to explain, like, everything, you know? Uh, even though, you know, it's a look back. I'm just saying, like, we're going to reference. It sounds shady. We said Sherry Shepard. Well, look up what happened with the baby. And also how she gloated when she took over Wendy Williams. Yes. So, like, we're not just making this stuff up. We talked about it. If something interests you, search for it. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just go back and search. Just go back. Tyler Henry. Fucking PayPal. Yeah. PayPal. Tracy had his PayPal saga, which is still unresolved. Stole money from me. I'm still waiting for my court date. Try Guys. Nice. There's suck. weenies. Yeah. Candace Cameron Bure. Yes. Is that it? Is it Bure or is that how you say it? I don't or know. You say it? She Something. sucks. Yeah. Roe versus Wade. Elon Musk's Twitter. Yeah. What's your uh bottom top? bottom? Bottom bottom. PayPal obviously is maddening on your behalf, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say try guys. <laughs> I think I that... was very offended by how stupid they talked. <laughs> you know, they just think everybody is so stupid. You know what? I'll say I will say Roe v. Wade, you even though PayPal I never cried about PayPal. I cried about Roe v. Okay. Wade. Right. PayPal, I just got angry and I did something about it, you know? Yeah. So for the Wawu tier on Patreon, we have a book club and pretty much every month, but we met 10 times this year. So mm -hmm. almost every month we do a Zoom to talk about it and they, they're always memoirs or biographies, mm -hmm. but... Uh, Excuse memoirs. And skew celebrity memoirs. Yes. So here is the books. This is the category of best book club book. The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion. Negroland by Margot Jefferson. Oh, I like that voice. Thank you. I was better last night. <laughs> <laughs> by Harvey Feistein. <laughs> Paper Life by Tatum O'Neill. Einstein, His Life and Universe by Walter Isaacson. Be My Baby by Ronnie Spector. Unmask Alice, LSD, Satanic Panic, and The Imposter Behind the World's Most Notorious Diaries by Rick Emerson. Call Me Crazy by Ann H. Confidence Man by Maggie Haberman. Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing by Matthew Perry. Okay, so <laughs> uh, my favorite of these books this year? Yes. I would say Negroland was the best written book yes. out of all of them, but probably not like my favorite. I think my favorite out of these was Unmask Alice, which was like page for page. I learned the most and had such a better. It's like I so, would agree. Yeah, I would say my top three was Unmask Alice, Confidence Man, and the Matthew Perry one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. I would replace Harvey Firestone. Oh yeah, maybe, Perry. maybe. But I like the but Matthew Perry. But I don't know Perry. the Matthew Perry one. Is just like he's very. That's the one that that is our most recent. Yeah. He's very. Um, like he was just famous since he was like fifteen. Yeah. Like he was in things since he was fifteen. I I thought him talking about his male friendships and like he's an asshole for yeah, sure. He's definitely an asshole. But um, I thought he was candid. I thought he was candid too, and it is a kind of harrowing look at addiction. And I mean, he says it's going to kill me. Yeah. Best investigation by me. Elon Musk's fraud. Ballad of Desiree Jennings. Catching up with Crystal Christie. Okay. Uh, personally, I think Desiree Jennings. I would say Desiree Jennings was the most satisfying, but I think the in terms of the crowd response, Christy, I think. People really liked it. They were really into it. You're you. right again. You're right again. <laughs> um, yeah, but Desiree, is, it is for me. I mean, she's a diamond girl. Celebrity deaths we brought to life. I don't know if you know, but okay, there's, there's a very logical reason for what I'm about to describe, which is that a lot of people that we've talked about on this podcast have died. And it's after we've talked about them. And it's like not that long after we've talked about them. And like there is a certain pattern, I suppose, of at risk adults that we pay attention to, whether they're very old or on drugs, on drugs or on some kind of edge, living on the edge, <laughs> living on the edge. Yeah. But also people like Ed Asner. <laughs> Who's old. <laughs> He's also he was old. He was you know. old. But you call them dead Asner and then he died. 
So it just it just so happens that there's a new crop. <laughs> like kind of a lot of people that we've talked about on this in various ways that died. I don't I mean, okay. Aaron Carter. Angela Lansbury. Anne H. Kirstie Alley. Did we talk have we talked about her? Kirstie Alley? Yeah. I'm I know that we did. We must have. I How know could we I not? think I thought I talked about her Psycho Eyes and Weight Watchers commercials. Probably. Oh no, you know what I talked about what? was her revealing herself on Oprah. <laughs> yeah. When she like was revealing her new body, but yeah. she had pantyhose on yeah. up to under her bra with like the pantyhose seam, like all up her front. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't seem to have lost like that much weight. I remember that. <laughs> I remember it was not a dramatic weight loss. No, she like came out and she wouldn't take the sarong completely off. She just kind of opened it and flashed ever. She's got up there in her panties and bra <laughs> and nude hose. And she she was a nude hoe. And she flashed everyone. What an icon. Taylor Hawkins. Andre Leon Talley. Meatloaf. Meatloaf died very soon after we discussed him. Wow. He died in between when we talked about him and the episode aired. Um, same with Angela Lansbury, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. I guess Angela Lansbury had gone up, but it, it was the bonus. It yeah. was a bonus. But we it had, had also, just gone up. We had right? talked about her. We had. Yeah, it well, had just gone up. Like I said, we had talked her about her before. Masturbating in that bathtub is never too far from the front of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> So, um, as sad as Aaron Carter was, I have to give it to Angela Lansbury. I, I knew you <laughs> Doing were going. The deed. I knew you were going to give it to Angela Lansbury. <laughs> and also, we got to revisit. I was thinking about it the other day. I was just thinking about her nosing her way into that Oscar performance and yes. <laughs> singing like a teapot on the stage <laughs> while Over. like Celine Dion and Pima Bryson patiently wait. As backup singers, <laughs> totally. I also, I, w- I just want to acknowledge that Taylor Hawkins is such a rando death, and it's so random that we even had talked about him. Well, we talked about him because of the Yolanda Morissette documentary. Yes, but like, we wouldn't normally discuss him. No, you we know? wouldn't, but we would normally but discuss. But then he died. Yes, he did. He did. Um, but I'm just going to have to say Anne Heche. I always mm-hmm. have held a special place for her yeah, in my heart. Spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just... It was sad, and it's sad how she died, and the whole story is sad. By the way, um, speaking of dead people, I have made my Dead People Christmas Ornament 2022, and I'm sorry it's late that uh, it didn't come out earlier, but I last year I released it so early, and so many people died, and this year I feel like I was able to include really important deaths that I wouldn't have been yeah. able to. So my, my Christmas ornament from now on is going to be about documenting the people who died that year and you can buy it maybe after Christmas before you you put your stuff away you can get it yeah hang it up year round sure anyway you can get that ornament at pipedreams.fun I'll put a link in the episode description the category favorite Wawu movie because it's part of the $10 tier Mm -hmm. on Patreon patreon.com slash potpsychology it's called Watch Along With Us. It started as doing real world right? episodes, old episodes of the real world. Mm-hmm. And then we do real world homecoming. Mm-hmm. So we did Miami this year in anticipation of them doing Miami as a homecoming. Fingers crossed. So yeah. well, then we did women's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a whole series looking at like the women's movies of the 80s and 90s. And now we're doing... Um, Domestic thrillers. Domestic thrillers, which is a Venn diagram, Kamala Harris, of horror movies and women's movies. Yeah, totally. So here are the movies. That, we talked about a lot of movies. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Beaches. Waiting to exhale. Fried green tomatoes. Itchy. When I read The Joy Luck Club. Steel Magnolias. Color Purple. Terms of Endearment. Set It Off. Just Between Friends. Baby Boom. Wait, no, sorry. Baby Boom. (laughs) (laughs) The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. (laughs) Single White Female. The Good Son. Obsessed. Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. 
I think that like because Don't Tell on the Babysitter's Dead was a one-off, you can actually kind of subtract it because that to me is obviously the best. It's movie. the best movie. Best. It's the. It's, it's the, the best, best movie. It's the best movie. <laughs> it's the best movie of of all. It's my favorite of all these movies. Yes, but if we take that out, because it's not, it's not really related. Yeah. What's I, your second kind of? My thing is, I want to judge how much fun I had talking about it. All right, I have my pick. Okay, I. Say single white female. I was, really? That was my choice as well. <laughs> we were recording for like hours, like longer than what the movie is. We talked about so many things before we talked well, about we, that. We hadn't actually done an episode. Like that was our episode of the week. So we kind of like caught up too while we were talking about single white yeah. female or just in general, like got out. <laughs> what was your number? What would you say is the runner up to that by that criteria? Probably fried green tomatoes. Oh, beaches was mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Laughing at beaches. Yeah. I just every time I think of Iggy, because <laughs> you always just say it. <laughs> Iggy. <laughs> I if I had Tourette's, that that would be a thing. I would say. <laughs> okay, moving right along. <laughs> just, shout outs to our guests of 2022. Melissa Beck. Ryan O'Connell. Emily Gould. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We had three guests. Maybe we should, should we try to get more guests? Sure. Let's set a, let's New Year's resolution for guests. Tell us in the comment. Oh, oh, that's the New Year's resolution. Yeah, let's maybe. do more guests. How about we do a guest a month? Okay, fine. Okay. Great. Who should be our next guest? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll talk about so it later. <laughs> Best picture. The nominees are. All the movies that came out this year. Uh, for me, it's Triangle of Sadness. That's your number one. Yeah, I wow. loved it. Okay. It's all, it's about power and gender dynamics and class dynamics and how all of that, the intersection of all of that. Yeah. I loved it. My favorite was Bones and All. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Number two is Tar. Okay, I did watch that one. But you didn't like it, right? Or you used to watch some of it? Did you go I, I back and watch the rest of it? I didn't see the very end. Is, okay. Does something crazy happen at the end? Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> Definitely. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, uh, I was getting yeah. bored with it. It was just like a bunch of like snooty opera people or not opera, symphony. What is it? A symphony? Yeah, symphony, uh, orchestra. It, that's conductor. just like not my scene. Yeah. And the people that I just think it's like pretentious. I, I could see why you, it doesn't surprise me that you feel this way about this movie. Yeah. It doesn't really meet your sensibilities. I did like that Um, it was about like a woman who was problematic. Yeah. Instead of just a guy. I thought that was interesting. And the movie asks, you know, whether or not like she deserved it or what that even means you know i don't think it's like at all i don't think it's dictating anything about cancel culture i think it's just about the experience really is this is does someone die is it like black swan no okay but did you think her performance was good yeah she's always great i mean she's great in everything it's just, actually she's like she's like audrey hep no katherine hepburn she is like katherine she hepburn. played katherine hepburn just like the she way she won an Oscar yeah. for that i don't think so no i think she's only one for elizabeth no, no no i'm sorry she didn't win for that she won for blue jasmine Oh, right, right. Yes. But just, I mean, I feel like the the opening scene where she's at that New Yorker festival and just like so casually like spouting her philosophy, it's this like so naturalistic kind of reading and you just believe that this is a person high on her own fumes. Mm -hmm. And then there's that virtuosic like 19 minute Juilliard thing, which is one unbroken shot. To me, like that's, I'm in when I see two scenes like that. I'm just like, take me for a ride, you know? Yeah, I felt like I was in the room with them, so yeah. I was not listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ugh. But I would think that the pot psychology best picture would be um, You Won't Be Alone, because we both loved that. Oh, did that, was that 2022? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yes, yeah, that, that is it. Yeah. You Won't Be Alone. Who was the director? Goran, let me, let me make sure I get it right. Speaking of the dead people ornament, the girl that was in Triangle of Sadness, the the young like hot model girl, she's dead. She died. Yeah, like, yeah. Right after Real it, that tragic. came out. Yeah, it was crazy because she didn't have a spleen. Um, right. She like had gotten in a car accident years ago. Like that was really bad. She had her spleen removed, and so then when she got really sick, maybe it was COVID, maybe it wasn't. 
it could have been RSV. I think it, maybe it was RSV. Mm. And she was unable to fight it off because she didn't have a spleen. So sad. I don't know what spleens do. I'm just taking that at face value from People Magazine. Sure. Her name was uh, Charbly, Charbly Dean. What a shame. Um, you won't be alone. Goran Stolevsky. Uh, that's the Macedonian 19th century witch movie. Witch movie. Loved it. Shapeshifting witches about gender. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So good. It's Una loved it. Yeah. I'm going to see his new movie this week. I can't wait. Oh, like cool. A, what's, what's it about? Like a, an affair between a 17 year old guy and a 25 year old guy. I think it's okay. like he described it as very, very queer. So okay. we'll see what he's doing with it. Okay. I'm. Interesting you brought this up. Mike White gave an interview mm -hmm. about like the White Lotus or whatever mm -hmm. about about gay sex mm -hmm. in the White Lotus. I yeah. meant to talk about this with you oh, yeah. last week. He said he, he wants it to be as like transgressive as possible. There's a pleasure to me as a guy who is gay-ish to make gay sex transgressive again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's only gay-ish? I thought he was gay-gay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know like what that means. Yeah, I don't know. I had never heard that he was bi. I mean, he's like made movies about being gay. Isn't his dad gay? His dad's gay, right? I don't know. And they were on uh, Amazing Race together. I don't really think about, I don't really think of him making like gay content that's transgressive particularly. Oh, have you ever seen Chuck and Buck? Oh, but I mean like in, in terms of like the White Lotus. Oh. Um, like I don't find that, that content to be transgressive really. I mean, I guess the incest like, oh, it's his uncle thing is what he's referring to, right? I don't know. I think be I think it was just because it was on a mainstream show like that and yeah. it was graphic. It's pretty common though at this point. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's like an interview with the vampire. It's like it's out there, especially on HBO. Okay, so best show, we kind of danced around it quickly. Best show? Mhm. Mm Do we say? No, we haven't even gone through the nominees. Okay. The nominees are Euphoria, Dahmer, The Dropout, White Lotus. Life and Beth. The Offer. Pam and Tommy. Raised by Wolves. The Rehearsal. Wednesday. Okay. So we haven't talked about all these. I did want to talk about Wednesday. Okay. Eventually. I haven't watched it, but it I love it. Like it. Yeah. Okay. And I watch it with Una and she loves it. Yeah. It's cute. So my pick out of all of those, it's got to be Dahmer. I loved Euphoria. Mm -hmm. I liked Euphoria. So much. It was just so beautifully made it was just mm -hmm. it was gorgeous it was mm -hmm. like watching movies every week i mean the first episode of that of the last season was so in, it was incredible with the party it was, it was. so good also was, the episode where rue was running the whole time was crazy yes that um, was the season right yeah um but it to me it was actually after that point that i felt like it took a dive like i was so because i think that was episode five i was so in love with it and then the musical thing. I know you were into the musical. I love the musical. I loved that the one episode ended with Cindy Sweeney like looking into the auditorium and the Cannibal Holocaust being yeah. played. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thrilled about that. <laughs> but it, it fell off a little bit for me. But still, that on average, I agree, totally excellent. But I was always really looking forward to the White Lotus episodes each week. Me which, too. Like, uh, you know, as when we talked about it last time, I did <clears> not like the first season. I really did like this season a lot. And I cared. I cared about everybody and mm -hmm. was always interested to see where it was going. Yeah. But I also no. love the rehearsal. Okay. I like the rehearsal a lot, too. I had forgotten to include it. Uh wasn't my favorite, but I did really like it a lot. And I, another I one I was always interested in seeing what's going to happen. enjoyed it a lot, yeah. a lot. And it, you know, double points because it's the Alligator Lounge, which yes, sure. I've done trivia night there a right. ton. Always win. It's within Every walking time distance go, of where we're recording right now. Yeah, we'll be, and it's been there I forever. Say ever. Ooh, it's right a good along. one. Yeah. <laughs> Best documentary. Searching for Michael Jackson's Zoo. Captive audience: A real American horror story. Keep the cameras rolling. The Pedro Zamora way. Halftime. Jennifer Lopez. The Janes. We need to talk about Cosby. Lucy and Desi. White Hot. The rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. George Carlin's American Dream. So, most of these actually that I put down here are not one-offs. They're doc series uh -huh. like, or mini series. I just included it because like it's like it's uh, just a long documentary. So it's I don't know. It's not reality. I agree. I think that's totally okay. acceptable. 
to the criteria. So did you see the Janes or we need to talk about Cosby? No, I haven't seen any of them. They all, and a lot of them sound great and I should see them. The Janes is really like informative. It's like mm-hmm. not really about, it's about women who are helping women in the sixties and seventies about how they're helping them get access to abortion when it's illegal. Mm-hmm. And right. it's, but it's more about the like formation of the second wave movement, which I thought was really cool. Cause I just like, I never knew how that like picked up steam like that, but it was all around abortion. Wow. Yeah. That is interesting. And I feel like this new wave is going to be like that too. Maybe we needed it. I mean, hopefully. You know? Hopefully like that, something like that good comes of it, you know? What happens after third wave? Do people say fourth wave? I think so. Or is it new wave? I think people say fourth. Okay. I think. If there's a fourth age of feminism, I think it would be like the digitization of it. Yes. Fourth wave feminism is a feminist movement that began around 2012 and is characterized by a focus on the empowerment of women, the use of internet tools, and intersectionality. Oh, Jezebel launched way before that. I feel like Jezebel was very influential in a lot of people's feminism, as was the way that Bust was for me, and I'm sure for other women, too. I I think you're right. Yeah. It's also kind of the normalization of feminism, too, where it's like, you know, so what is that what your pick is for best documentary? Um, hmm, no. (laughs) What's your pick? (laughs) My pick is... Like, I want to say there's a there. I, I'm looking at this as a in two terms, like kind of how I looked at the best uh, Wawu movies mm-hmm. where it's like I'm going to like the best that we talked about and then just the best, I think, in general. Sure. So I think the best that we talked about was probably the keep the cameras rolling the Pedro Zamora way. Yeah. I think that was really that was kind of like all of our interests were combining in a thing. It also, I mean, <clears throat> so that's a documentary. Did we only talk about it on the bonus? We only talked about it on Wawu. Oh. We finished this uh, just at the end of last year. I think we we finished Real World San Francisco. Yes. Because we talked about the first three seasons of the Real World and then five and then ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got this documentary. I don't know if it's been out yet, but it's William T. Horner and Stacey Waffle are the directors of a documentary about Pedro Zamora and they interview I think everybody from everybody, the cast, right? Everyone from the cast except for except Puck. Except for Puck. But, but including Rachel. Yes. Wait, was Joe? Yeah, Joe was. Joe? Right? Was she? Or was Joe just in the, the one that they made at the time? I think Joe was just in the one that they made at the time. Okay. I don't think Joe was in it. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But it, I mean, I was really interested to see how Rachel... Rachel and Corey... And Mohammed. Yeah, yeah. But all them, yeah. But Rachel in particular was just like, what is she going to say? Because she's so outspokenly right wing. Like, how's this going to go? And she was really respectful of Pedro. My favorite of these, this bunch, just as a experience to watch, was the captive audience uh, of Real yeah, Mechanic Yeah, that, that also did have a lot of our interests combined. Yeah, well, I already, we, I'd already talked about yeah. Steven Stainer. We were... We were obsessed. I was obsessed with that when I was a kid. Yeah. And then you had told me that his brother was actually a serial killer yes. later. Yes. And I remember like knowing about that serial right, killer. Right. But what I didn't it? know. The Yellowstone Lodge killer or something like I that? I think so. it was Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just randomly too. It wasn't even like that explicable. It was just kind of like. Well, they made it seem like he got, he kind of snapped. Yeah. It was like a residual thing from like what the Stainer family just got. I'd gone the, through. The, the fame and yeah. the the notoriety and then sort of like this one brother's being celebrated as like a hero and he's yeah. the, the welcomed back child. And then uh, he was just kind of like on the side. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. But like, but there was very little to predict that his life would have gone that way, right? You can put the pieces together in retrospect, but like nobody was looking at that guy being like, oh, there's a serial killer one day. Yeah. Oh, so Captive Audiences is my favorite. Oh, that is your favorite. Of all the documentaries. cool. Yes. Because I just thought it was, and it's told in a really cool way. Yeah. It's like storytelling about storytelling. Yes, of course, because so much of Steven Stainer was about the media story of it. You know, he was a high profile kidnapping. And the way that they frame it too, like they're doing like it's it visually is represented 
by them like putting interviews on the TV, like on a TV that they're filming. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly. Like they things they like show that, that it was, removed. It was really cool. But and they and they also will go back and forth between like the real footage. The recreations. Well, the recreations are from I know my first name is Steven, the TV movie. Yes. And so there's a lot of like that as well. Like the, that movie was also a huge part of the profile of Steven Steiner. Yes. Per both of our experiences. Yes. That's why I know who he is. Yes. Because it actually he was actually kidnapped in the seventies. Yes. Pre-Stranger Danger. But that, but the, uh, but then, but his story came out during Stranger Danger. Yeah, exactly. And and that movie, certainly. I love that movie. I was super into it. I, I want to watch it again. I don't, you know, maybe I, did I, I don't think I watched it again after watching that documentary. I kind of want to go back and see it. I have it if you can't find it, but yeah. I don't think it's on YouTube. I would like to watch. Oh, okay. 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 Um, favorite celebrity dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Sebastian Stan. Prosthetic. Theo James. Prosthetic. Who is that? Is that? The guy from White Lotus. Okay. But then what about the Euphoria dad? Okay. Euphoria dad. He, him too. Also what, what, prosthetic. Yeah. What was his name? Um, what, is shit, his what is his name? Is it, isn't it Rebecca from... Gayhart's? No, he's McDreamy. Is he, no, he's McSteamy. No. He's McSteamy? I think he's McSteamy. I thought McSteamy. it was on Friday Night Lights. Was he McSteamy? Yes, he is McSteamy. Eric Dane. He was married to Rebecca Gayhart and they were in the that threesome thing. Yeah, that threesome video? with with Carrie Ann Paniche, the like disgraced uh Miss Teen USA. Right. Or Miss USA? Who was it? She Miss USA or Miss Teen? She was on uh Celebrity Rehab at yes. one point. Is she still alive? Yes, she is still alive. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, by and alive, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so wait so which of these is your favorite dick Willem Dafoe yeah 100 it's, it's yeah. real and it's long and it's real long yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay home stretch funnest fact <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay directed the I touch myself video sugar tits flour soaked with syrup or plain sugar wrapped in a piece of cloth that's from Harry Cruz a childhood I always thought sugar tits was, you know, just I a, thought, a thing. I thought Mel said. Gibson made it up. Yeah, yeah, but no, sugar tits <laughs> were a thing. <laughs> Tamron Hall dated Donald Trump. That's a fact, but a rumor is that she also had his abortion. Yes. Aliens have noses, which <laughs> Tracy learned <laughs> when she talked to them. That's a fact. <laughs> Alibi Club. Beyonce left. Alibi, I should say. Yeah. Alibi What's Club. Alibi Club is a secret club that you have to be invited to be a member. There's only a certain amount of members and some of the members were presidents and like Supreme Court judges and stuff. It's like a group of white guys getting together secretly. That's a fun fact. Beyonce left Tina Turner and Mariah Carey out of her Break My Soul Vogue remix salute. She did that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg auditioned for single white female. She did that. That's my favorite fun fact. She talked about it. The Spice Girls used to shit in front of each other. Okay. Which my... Mel, B, Mel C reveals in her book. Okay. So mine's Whoopi Goldberg auditioned for single white female. What's yours? I think the Spice Girls used to shit in front of each other. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun fact. It is. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best song of riches. All right. Get ready. He's going to sing. No, I have the. You're not going to sing? I have clips. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. This is what yes. took me so long. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. But we should, we should like name them. Okay. Very I'll, seriously. I'll introduce them okay. and then you play your clip. Okay. Okay. Acting like a dolphin on the land. When you drink so much, you can barely stand. You're acting like a dolphin on the land. <laughs> when you drink so much, you can barely stand. You're acting like a dolphin on the land. <laughs> Feels like a peeled, hard-boiled egg. <laughs> when you get your asshole waxed, uh -huh. okay. it feels like a, a peeled, hard-boiled egg. It feels like a peeled, hard-boiled egg. Yeah, your asshole. It's so smooth. And it feels like a peeled, hard-boiled egg. <laughs> it's really Michael McDonald. -y. I kind of wanted to do like white snake-ish with it, though. Oh, it sounded and like blood. Like well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> uh, 
Pouncer and Puss from Beaches, Wawu. Good old Pouncer and Puss walking down the alley. Good old Pouncer and Puss, your mother had to die. <laughs> Resolve your resolution. Resolve your resolution. <laughs> A really upbeat house track. Resolve your resolve your resolution. 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 Resolve your resolution. <laughs> roof with no railings. You're on a roof with no railings. <laughs> you think you might die. <laughs> Turner? I uh, maybe. <laughs> you're on a roof with no railings. <laughs> and I think you know why. Slopping <laughs> 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 in the water. Slopping in the water. <laughs> Putting up my feet, <laughs> airing up <out> my toes, <laughs> slapping in the water, <laughs> putting up my feet, <laughs> airing up my toes. Mm, okay. Okay. He drinks a lot when he drinks. Da, 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 he drinks a lot when he drinks. Da, da, da. You know what I think? When the mice... <laughs> when the mice go bald. And when the mice go bald, <laughs> you know you're getting older. <laughs> Say goodbye to grandma. <laughs> and the mice are getting bald. <laughs> We didn't stop the podcast. Yeah, I, I recorded the whole thing. Okay. Miles Davis first class. Aaron Carter showed his ass. Ed Asner dead. Asner tits the musical. Margaret Sanger psychedelics. Bunghole liquors is a relic. Lena Dunham's COVID lie. We made people die. Farted, see us. <laughs> ben Elliot Smith's dubious death. Beaches is the best. Roaches fly at my face. Cancel culture's got no place. Dead and gay, alive and straight. What would Satan do? MLM in your den. Tracy tucked to aliens. Poop coming out Farrah's butt. Lady squirts at brunch. Madonna's opiates. Ilaria had a fit. Wiz of Oz and beanies. I wish grandpas never died. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, mass singer. Mama June resumes dinner. Low and low and I don't know. Tyler Henry's gotta go. Dixie Carter, Gary Coleman, Charlotte Ray, Joan Collins, Dem Lovato, they vet. Sharon Osbourne, Karen. <laughs> Jody Watley Terminator, Tracy's numb, <laughs> masturbator, plus she's got insta strife, abortions right to life. Mariah Carey's true age, TikTok is all the rage, yakety yak, yakety sax, Jamila and Jamil will always fight back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so as far as your songs go, I mean, we didn't stop the podcast. It's that's like epic. Yeah, that's its own kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I will get, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give um, the, uh, what is it? Honorable mention. Honor. That's what it is. Mm. I'll give an honorable mention to acting like a dolphin on the land. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I really like that one. I thought slumping in the water was going to be a I, slam dunk. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I did really like slopping in the water at the time. <laughs> But I feel like acting like a dolphin on the land really held up. Yeah, it did. I agree. I agree. Um, and also, uh, I like uh, I like the title of When the Mice Go Bald. I like that, I like that concept. Well, how did, why did we even no say idea. that? I have no idea. So what's Thanks. your favorite? I guess I would say the one I'm most proud of, Roof of No Railings. 
Okay, well, here's our last category. Oh, Diamond Girls. Who's our Diamond Girl of 2023? Is it Farah Abraham? Or 2022. 2022. Going into 2023. <laughs> Is it okay. Farah Abraham? Jamila Jamil. Apollonia. Debbie Gibson. Bridget Fonda. Anne Heche. Desiree Jennings. Okay. I'm going to, you know, uh, past winners, Jamila Jamil. Did she win twice? Or was it Jamila and then Farah? I think it might have been, I think it might have been Jamila and then Farah, but I think it was, but it also might have been Jamila and Jamila. She fell off this list this year yeah. because my biography is not going to make it this year. Mm -hmm. It's yes. going to have to come out next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say biography, it's not a book. People keep asking if it's a book. It's not a book. It's a not biography. A yeah. You can write a biography. Yes. A bio. Of course. Of someone. Yes. And not have it be a book. Uh, I don't want to get it published or deal with all that. Yeah. I just want to. I'm just like writing. I'm doing. A, I'm blogging. Yeah. Listen, I'm blogging. Sure. Bring back blogging. Bring back blogging. <laughs> <laughs> So who's your diamond girl? Who's your diamond girl? <laughs> okay, so look, I guess I'm gonna give I I I want I'm gonna give it to Desiree Jennings, yeah. and I feel bad not giving it to Anne Heche, but you know what? You only die once. <laughs> well, she does have a new book coming out in January, she does. so she's probably gonna be in the running she, next year. Yeah, maybe she'll be in the running for Towards diamond becoming. girl. She probably won't get it. I mean you know it's unlikely unless she somehow is able to capture some kind of news cycle from beyond the grave. It's possible. Maybe something will come out about her. We don't know. We can't predict the future. You we, you know what? That that just goes to show you anyone can become a diamond girl. Yeah. We exactly. don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know. There's Bridget no bias. Fonda, who cares? Who I wasn't even thinking about Bridget, Bridget Fonda, and I think a lot of people weren't. And yeah. she's been walking around in plain sight. It's true. And I, yeah. she looks com like completely unrecognizable. Yeah. So my question is: Do you think that that weight gain was COVID related? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inclined to give it to Desiree as well, but I also kind of want to give it to Farah just because the, her the last thing that we talked about oh, with her, where she's she on said her Snapchat. She, well, yeah, you, she said that she was not. Um, right, we were on was, her Oling fans. Yeah, yeah. Where she said that she wasn't pop psychology material. She said, "What did she say? Like, I'm not." Uh, yeah, she said, "I'm not good for your show or something." I'm not a good fit. I'm not a good fit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> disagree, and that really clinched it. Actually, I felt like. you know what? Farrah's worked hard for this. I'm gonna give it. I resent. I'm giving wow. it to Farah. Wow. Yeah, that, you're right. She might be. She might be two years in a row. Okay, I mean, we it's talked fine. about her an awful lot this year. I mean, a lot, a lot. It's true. For someone that you rue <laughs> the idea of her being the patron saint. She pulled it together for me with those videos. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I loved it. Just like, no, not a good fit. <laughs> Wrong again, Farah. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed 2022 with us and with your family, if you have one. <laughs> but if you're alone hopefully you would like yourself <laughs> you know we're still thinking of you gotta like someone <laughs> do you no i bet there's someone that doesn't like anyone yeah there's definitely a few of them <laughs> well onward to 2023 and may all your Ooh. Like Megan, like Megan Markle. Oh, did you watch Megan and Harry? No. Okay, but I did. She said Brian's that liking the, it. I I kind of liked it. Yeah. It made me like both of them. Yeah, he's like, oh, they're really likable. I was like, that's weird because all of the buzz is like how awful they are. I I think that that's really weird that yeah. everyone is, is saying that because they, is it because they're like so real that people are like mad that they're like that they show any negativity? Is that what it is? I think that that's what the British people are mad about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but so Megan Markle says that at the end of every year, her friend has this tradition, mm -hmm. like at a New Year's party. What was your word? What's your word of the year? My word of the year? Yeah. That describes your year. And what's the word you want to describe your next year? She wanted truth and peace. Truth and peace. But you peace. can't have peace without truth. Okay. I think she's going to find that that's. But it doesn't guarantee you're going to have peace if you have truth. Well, sure. You know? Yeah. I thought of my words. Okay. What's your words? My word for this year? 2022. Consistency. 
Okay. And what's your word for next year? Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you can do it. Yeah. I'm already on my I way. I feel like that's always your word. Yeah. Well, that also sounds like Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought she was fun. Did you? No. But you I did like, like the story. Camilla's like a Camilla. queen now. I know. Where she belongs. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, uh, I do like the story of the intruder that broke into her bedroom yes. and then she calmly talked to him about his life. Yes. <laughs> that made me like her a lot. A, that there, there's far. a whole episode about that. I love it. On the crown. Okay. My word for this past year. Hits. Okay. And next year? Ass. <laughs> okay, I thought maybe it would be, but I didn't want to, you know, jinx it. <laughs> well, thanks for spending 2023 with us or the portion that you did, or for if you're listening for the first time, hey. <laughs> See you next year. Oh, yeah. See you next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm so high. <laughs>
Sim. Sim.